Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. In the bullpen, we have Miss Tara Perry, Black Pact lead organizer. We actually may agree on some things and disagree on others. Ms. Perry, good to have you on the show. Welcome to Indisputable. Thank you, Dr. Richie, for having me. Happy to be here. Absolutely. You are a Los Angeles native, civil rights activist, community council elected official in South Central. You have a bachelor's degree in sociology, St. John's University, and an experienced legal professional. And you have a very impressive resume. What I wanted to chop it up about today is the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, and by extension, voting rights in America. And we may get into discussions about reparations. I know that's strong on your website and your platform as well. I don't want to presume what you know or believe about the topic of voter rights in America. So if you would, give me your sentiment and I'll respond. Sure. Um, oh, and just a quick correction. I ran for city council. I was a, an elected official for the neighborhood council awesome. um, okay. in Los Angeles. Um, um, so at Black Pack, our task is to make sure that um, that the black community gets what it is that we need. And right now, it's not the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. I believe it's a real stall tactic uh, to keep uh, the Democrats and Joe Biden from actually doing their job. It does no, it makes no sense to continue every year, every two years, right? We're doing this song and dance when it comes to voting rights suppression, voting rights suppression or voter rights acts and uh, amendments and changes and things of that nature. But it does nothing to continue to put all of this political force behind protecting my right to vote. Once once I utilize that vote and I exercise that right, there's no changes being brought to my community. So there's more there's more pressing matters that are going on in the black community. And if Joe Biden and the Democrats want to really do something that matters to the black community, they pass a comprehensive reparations package. That's what they would do. Well, let me ask you, and I don't disagree fundamentally with what, what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I have been very critical of the Biden administration personally. You do agree that it's not just Joe Biden and the Democrats, that Republicans are also antithetical to the progress typically of black agenda in the United States of America, correct? Yes, I, I, I'll concede that, but the only thing is we're not voting for Republicans at the record numbers that we are for Democrats. So not that they're not that they don't have to do their job, they definitely do, but we know how power hungry the Republican Party is. But it's you're more indebted to the black community as a Democratic Party because that's where we put the majority of our vote and our and our and our power behind. And there's a real groundswell that's happening where black people are considering no longer voting for the Democratic Party. The John Lewis Voting Act that wants to automatically register people to vote who come into contact with government agencies, that's that's not the real call. Do your job and I think you could really turn out voters. You could really okay. entice people to well, vote. Well, don't you think, wouldn't you say, Miss Perry, that mm-hmm. if Republicans did their jobs, which is to represent people, not party. If they I, did their jobs, that black people would also be supportive of their agenda because their agenda would be in alignment with the agenda of black progress progress in America. And let me mention something that I think is very important to the conversation. People first, that should be the agenda, people first, right? So when we talk about the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, I need to correct you on something. Because I've heard this talking point from conservatives before, that it registers undocumented 
individuals to vote. That it allows those who are not citizens to vote. Where do you get that from? So now when we look at the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, they want to automatically enroll people in um, on the voter rolls, right? Once they apply for their IDs, we have over 17 uh, states that are actually now issuing un, uh, driver's licenses to undocumented immigrants. California just purged 400,000 undocumented immigrants from the voter rolls, and simply okay. because there was a there was a there was a lawsuit that was brought about. So. I get it, right? That was caught and that was seen. But if people aren't paying attention, that that could happen, and some of those votes can get through. That's that's the real that's risk there. Vote. That's the real risk there. But there are also local municipalities that are allowing undocumented people to vote well, and it's school board elections. Now, okay. our, our black children are going to school with a, a lot of these other uh, demographics, right? Not just undocumented immigrants, but okay. white, Asian so and Perry, so on. But that allows people to make, that allows people to make decisions for right. citizens of this country who are citizens of another nation. And All that right. is something we have to look at. All right, so Ms. Perry, allow me to correct you on a couple of things. Number one, uh, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act does not permit undocumented individuals or even permanent residents to vote. If you but actually it read automatic uh, registration Perry, for people who I'm, are getting their driver's licenses. Madam, I'm gonna ask you to be respectful of the platform. Sure. Okay. Um, what it does, and this is the talking point that has been echoed by political pundits that have not read the bill. Uh, first of all, 19 states already participate in what's called uh, voter registration if you are engaged with some state agency. Uh, one of those states is Texas. So 19 states already do it, and they have not had a problem doing it. The law says only citizens can qualify for this, that citizens qualify. Not non-citizens, not permanent residents, but only citizens. That's the current law and that's the law codified in the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. It does not create an additional law that says, well, now undocumented individuals can participate in elections. It is illegal now, it would be illegal under the act if it passed. And it's illegal in the 19 states that already engages in what's called automatic voter registration. So that's number one. Number two, um, I think one of the mischaracterizations of the John Lewis Voting Rights Act is that somehow it really creates a massive new law. It really restores the voter protections under the US Supreme Court that was done away with in what 2013, 2014, when the Supreme Court gutted the Voting Rights Act and said this is now a legislative issue. So the Congress is doing what they should have done back then, which is to create a legislative policy based on what the court ruled during that time. Another part where I think you are misguided is the reality of a municipality. Do you know what a municipality is? Like what is a municipality? It's a, it's a basically, it's a city or a private business within a state. Boom, there it is, it's a private business within a state. It's organized pursuant to the private business clauses. So that particular state, because it is considered a private business, that particular private business has the authority to allow people to be part of the board of directors. Let's call that the voter. So they are private businesses, municipalities all across the United States of America that change their voting rules 
for that particular local area. It's in their city charter. For example, there are some cities that allow 16 year olds to vote. You can be registered at 15 and a half and you can vote at 16 in some cities. Why are cities allowed to do that? Because they are organized pursuant to a private company clause and they are allowed to do so. Some cities allow individuals who are residents but not documented, not citizens or they do not require that you provide a citizenship record in order to vote. Here's the other thing, in the United States of America, my dear sister, if somebody who's undocumented wanted to register, there's no federal registry on your citizenship that would automatically check and balance that. So if you're talking about a new law that would somehow allow it, we don't have an old law that prohibits it. It's illegal, but there's no direct check and balance in real time. It never has been. So it's still against the law. If you get caught, you get caught. But my problem with some of the things that you're saying is that I feel like you're antithetical to, let's say, the Democratic Party, which I'm fine with that. I don't carry water for no party. Right. But at the same time, you're not being genuine about the adversarial nature of the Republican Party in the midst of your criticism of the left. I criticize them both, madam, because both of them have failed to deliver a policy agenda for black folk and by extension, historically disenfranchised people. And I absolutely agree with you. I, I stated that earlier today. I'm not a I'm not a Republican, right? We are seeing the numbers from Black Americans, Black American voters who are voting for Democrat the Democratic Party. Do you know this why bill, Black and people? And as you stated, as you stated, this bill will restore uh, the, the the decision of Shelby v. Holder. However. Black people, we don't have an issue with voting. We don't, we're That's showing not, up in record numbers. We're showing up in record numbers for citizens. We have ID well, and we'll bring our own water to the to the voting polls. Well, let me, let me speak for the 91% of black Americans recently polled who say that democracy needs to be secured and that we are living in a perilous time that is being attacked. That's so while you say that this is not, I understand your point of view, madam. But when you say this is not an issue important to black people, black people disagree with you. The majority of black people say this is important to us. I think also, go ahead, madam. Well, I was going to say, well, definitely it's not important to millennials. It's not that we should not have the right to vote, it's that there are more pressing matters. If we want to bring up the fact that 25% of voting age black Americans don't have access to a government issued ID, Let's let's actually address the issues of poverty that is preventing these people from paying certain fines and paying child support that will allow them access to these driver's licenses. But don't just simply use that talking point to push a different legislative bill that's gonna provide rights for someone else. Black, black Americans have to stop allowing our history to be wrapped up and repackaged okay. I and utilized you again, on behalf of another community. I gotta correct you again, Voter Access did a national survey. They found that 91% of millennials say that voting rights is a top three agenda item for them. So when you keep saying millennials things like- Millennials or black millennials? Well, black millennials, black millennials, 91% voter access. When you keep saying things, like, uh, you know, well, black millennials don't care about this or don't care about that. You it's gotta not be careful. that we, we don't care. We understand that poverty is a real issue and reparations yes. is what's most near and dear to us. We're being yes. beaten. And I agree with you on with voter rights bill every reparations, election. Reparations and the work is not happen. getting done. That's okay. the issue. So, Ms. Perry, you do realize, one, I agree with you on reparations 100%. I have a huge catalog, I do writings on it, I've done research on it, and it's published. So, I'm with you on reparations. And 
as a caveat, the American government is for reparations. They're just against reparations for descendants of slaves. Uh, all right, they're for reparations for a lot of other groups except black folk. Now, back to one of the dynamics of what you're saying. There's a reason why black people do in fact vote for Democrats over Republicans. Line by line, 28 years of Democratic leadership versus Republican leadership. Black people have a household median income increase of over $1,500 per year under Democratic leadership. Higher, higher education access goes up by roughly 20%. Poverty goes down by 22% in black communities over that same time frame. Graduation rates for high school students, black high school students increases by 14%. The list goes on and on and on as far as a net economic and higher education benefit because of social programs and a benefits package that Democrats typically deliver, not to the degree they should, but it's better than what Republicans have delivered. So you can't moralize against black people for voting left when the left continues to deliver better than Republicans, even though they don't deliver everything, in my opinion, that they should. They're not delivering, they're not, but, but even with those stats that you okay. just read, Black people still pull at the very bottom of every indicator for quality of so life. Is the, still. Tell me the solution. So, is the solution? So if, and, and I'm with if, you on if, that. If, right, so, Ms. So Perry, if, I'm with you. Hold on, wait a minute. I got <laughs> like two minutes left before I got to go to the next okay, show. I'm with you on that. All right. I believe in holding everyone accountable. But right. are you saying that black folk need to jump from supporting left leaning individuals to supporting Republicans? I'm not stating that. I'm saying that that is the talk that's happening. Okay. People are people are. We well, people want uh, to be you know more what? Strategic. Republic Republicans don't want black folk. Uh, so let's be, be very clear. They don't want black people over there. All right. So good luck. All right. I appreciate you being on the show. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Ritchie.